Hello, everyone. Welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earl. This is episode 84, Hysteria. Yes, hysteria. We've got so many things going on in the world, so many things that seem upside down, all askew, helter-skelter, madness everywhere around us. We got war, the potential for nuclear war, the potential for an expanded war. And we have ineptitude at the highest levels of government. And I'm not just saying the United States government. I'm saying the global government. Sometimes I think I understand when I see government bureaucrats and elected officials in action, I understand why it's a sin for inbreeding to occur. Anyway, uh, that aside, uh, it is a hysterical time. I guess what we would like to emphasize right now is take your time and breathe, relax, get in the present, be aware of what's going on around you. Don't be uh, twisted and turned and don't be panicked and moved into actions that you may regret later. Just take your time and look at the landscape and examine it carefully and make choices that are best for you and those you love going forward. Uh, We've had a number of things on a number of fronts. Governments are exercising some muscle and indicating intent to have a greater handle uh, on cryptocurrency, how they want to maybe get involved in the field themselves or at least control to some degree those that already exist. That early on has been considered a safe outlet. Uh, I'm not sure of that. I realize there are advantages to crypto, namely uh, anonymity. But nevertheless, I believe that some of our government agencies have capabilities and ways of hacking and understanding and discerning some things that are going on. I don't want to create a hysterical moment. I want you to be calm and collected as you examine the landscape around you and try to determine what would be the best methods for you to preserve what you have and minimize the damage that government and others can do to you. So anyway, I'm going to start off with some articles today. The first one I'm starting with is a little different than I typically recommend to you. This is from uh, Law and Liberty, which is a daily newsletter I get that uh, has some thoughtful essays and things of that nature that uh, are often worth reading. And the one from uh, March 11th, that would be Friday, uh, was a a column or a, an opinion piece by Henry T. Edmondson III, and it's called The Plague of Thoughtlessness. And I, I just found it compelling, um, particularly the opening paragraph, and I'm going to take the liberty of reading that to you, quoting now, Sometimes modern perplexities call for ancient wisdom. I would agree with that. That's a, that's a parenthetical statement by me. 
going on with the quote today, St. Thomas Aquinas's warning about the vice of thoughtlessness may shine a light on contemporary discourse. If trite prattle even qualifies as discourse, more to the point, we tend to think of the concept of thoughtlessness, if we think of it at all, as a kind of a mistake. But for Aquinas, it is an ongoing vice, even a sin. Continuing the quote, in both cases, it is a serious moral failing, leaving wreckage in its path. Thoughtlessness, according to Aquinas, is the habitual failure to take the care, time, and interests necessary for responsible and meaningful speech and behavior, end quote. There's a lot more to the article than that. It gets into the more mundane, daily types of things we're dealing with now. But I think it, it does say a lot. We, Many of us bemoan the fact that so many people today seem senseless. They don't use their common sense when they look at things going on around them or they observe the the great hand of government trying to manipulate and control every aspect of their lives. And as a consequence, they may be thoughtless. And thoughtlessness uh, has seemed to uh, have grabbed and taken a hold of our culture and our society in many ways. And not just here in the USA. I would say that's pretty much a, a broad range across the globe right now, the way things are developing. Okay, moving along from the Breitbart Business Digest on Thursday, March 10th. Their stop stories obviously starts with inflation. Uh, despite the president's um, denial of rampant, ongoing, and growing inflationary issues, uh, then his attempt to blame inflation on Vladimir Putin. Now, Putin's no uh, goody in my eyes, but he's not quite the evil manipulator that many make him out to be. I think he would stab you in the back as well as smile at you, but on the other hand, he's not responsible for all of our problems. It's the failure of our people to understand the dynamic of what's going on around them. Well, plus their progressive initiatives and ideas are mistaken ones that have gotten us uh, into a lot of this mess right now. It's a new high. Consumer prices jumped 7.9%, the highest in four decades. That was February. And uh, I think all of us can see it, certainly at the fuel pump. Uh in the grocery stores, in our restaurants, and what have you. Uh, when you think about the fact that we have $5 diesel fuel here in Ohio, for example, uh, we grow our food primarily with diesel in our tractors and combines, and we ship our food in trucks that burn diesel. Despite their efforts to get EV trucks on the road, they need coal to fire up anyway. So we see it at the pump more than ever. And consequently, the trickle-down effect is going to affect every facet uh, of our economic society right now. 
Um, Putin's price hike uh, is is what Biden blamed the February inflation numbers on. And it's always nice to have a someone like Putin that you can blame it all on. That uh, is an easy out. I don't know how many people buy that or live with it. So anyway, and then uh, another column I want to report to you is John Rappaport. I've used him in the past. And he has a two-part column from Friday, March 11th. And the first co- uh, portion, the first column of the two is the Great Reset is the Great Con. And then on the second one, uh, he talks about the great Klaus Schwab in in this in the second column, both from Friday. And Klaus Schwab, as you know, with the World uh, Bank, uh, the head of the World Economic Forum, and the guy is just, uh, I would say, evil personified in a way. But I'm not sure that I haven't met the man. I don't know if he's indeed evil or if it's just his failure to understand what the bulk of human population desire and need uh, his failure to understand that may just be his lack of understanding and insight but i would i would encourage you to read it john gets a little fantastic at times but uh he writes thoughtfully and usually has a valid point when he's done so and i read him every day as well from inside Wall Street, Wunami Prince again from Friday. Uh, basically, basically, it's the mailbag uh, edition on Friday, or people write in with questions and responses and things of that nature. But the opening premise, the opening underlying line uh, to direct the discussion is the high price of war sanctions and price gouging. And think about it. We are sanctioning Russia for their involvement with the Ukraine. Uh, and that does hurt Russia, but it also hurts us. That many, many assi- essential items and so forth may come from Russia and uh, or maybe shipped by Russian ships and what have you. And our sanctioning them it comes back to bite us in the tail uh, when you think about it. And then another Breitbart Business Digest from Friday. Um, They talked about some polling numbers where it's not looking too good for the Biden administration. In fact, they uh, tongue-in-cheek, Alex Marlowe and John Carney from uh, Breitbart News wrote tongue-in-cheek, the American people remain stubbornly ungrateful for the Biden economy. And uh, it's difficult I guess, uh, to be grateful in these times. But when you think about inflation, uh, I can recall back uh, in the early 80s, late late 70s, early 80s, when we had some really high inflationary times, at least to some degree, bank interest rates that they paid you for your deposits um, sort of kept track. They always lagged behind what the cost of money was, but nevertheless, they did increase as the cost of money went higher. Well, that's not the case today as the Fed is artificially holding interest rates down. And the reason the Feds are doing that is is 
merely to protect the federal government's debt service, that if they let inflation follow its normal course in the way the supply chain and all the other issues we have are affecting it, then, of course, the cost of borrowing would be astronomical, which means they would have to borrow more money because the clowns in D.C. can't limit their spending. They have no desire or no wisdom to do that. And so uh, what we've got is sort of a weird inflationary cycle going on here. Consumer sentiment, as a result, is plunging. Uh, People are are not um, convinced that, you know, our economic situation is going to improve, at least in the near term. And so uh, they're they're polling negatively in that regard. And uh, so it's just a number of things going on. Uh, in our society and in our economic area right now that are just making a whole lot of people anxious, nervous, and angry to a degree. And add to that the political gamesmanship that's played with a lot of their, like they just passed that $1.5 trillion budget with a whole lot of pork in it and things of that nature. And uh, people are becoming more aware finally, uh, of the games they play in Washington, D.C. and places like that. The Pew Research Center put out some um, information from some of their polling. Uh, They put, uh, they had a column on Saturday the 12th about people leaving their jobs. Uh, Majority of the workers who quit their jobs in 2021 cite low pay, no opportunities for advancement, and feeling disrespected as their reasons for leaving. And um, there may be something there. I man- Coaching, I know, for coaching friends of mine who coach college kids and high school kids, and in the employer uh, employee relationship issue is there's a new mentality out there with these young people they want to be respected above all else and my screaming and shouting you have to earn it doesn't work out very well and then one final column inside wall street from saturday the 12th jeff brown has a thing in there from the bleeding edge about where you can find the biggest crypto gains you may want to check it out That's a lot of the economic news. Let's hope that hysteria calms down. Let's hope that people are rational and reasonable going forward and that we can make proper choices so that we can eventually get out of this mess. That's the Living Liberty for today. This has been Episode 84, Hysteria. I'm your host, Charlie Earle. Stay free, live free, and be free.